Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, in addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, and most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. Chris Redfield. Jill Valentine. Barry Burton. Rebecca Chambers, Albert Wesker, Resident Evil. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I, we sit down and we geek out about a game from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening this week. Episode 36, my buddy Tyler is back, and we are going to wade into the horror pool, the horror pool, not the horror pool, the H-O-R-R-O-R for you kids out there, uh, and look back at one of the most influential and iconic survival horror games of all time, the original Resident Evil on the PlayStation 1. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys, I I didn't play this one a lot growing up, um, because I'm a pussy and I don't like scary things. I I didn't really get into Resident Evil until uh, Resident Evil 4, which is one we're going to do on here at a later date, because that game is a masterpiece. But I have gone back and played this one, I've never finished it, um... It's awesome. You know, we'll get, I'll get more into it with Tyler in a couple of minutes here, but uh, I mean, it's fucking Resident Evil, right? This is the one that launched a huge franchise with movies and tons and tons of games, right? There's not just the core, oh, I guess eight if you count Resident Evil Zero. Uh, it's not just the core Resident Evil games. There's tons of spinoffs and shoot. Just all, it's Resident Evil. It's fucking huge. You, if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard of Resident Evil. Uh, I'll get my plugs out of the way quick. We have a website. If you've never been there, if this is your first time checking out the podcast, thank you for coming in. Uh, we have a website, rememberthegamepodcast.com. You'll find uh, all of our old episodes there, links to finding it on most major services. There's blogs. It's fun. You should check it out. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, at memberthegame, just like Remember the Game, but without the RE at the front. Uh, we follow everybody back. I post uh, all the upcoming stuff there. Check us out. That's cool, and uh, that'd be nice if you saw us there. Uh, and most importantly, you guys, if if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review and please tell a friend. I know I already mentioned it off the top, but we are getting so close to the thousand downloads a month mark. We're like we're in the mid nine hundreds right now, and uh, I I'm very humbled and appreciative. But I really want to get over that thousand downloads uh, in a month mark. So thank you guys, and if you just if you enjoy the show, just tell one nerd friend of yours, one fellow geek. We're all geeks. We can all be in this together, and uh, let's bump it over the thousand download mark. That would be rad. Uh, that's it. That's all my plugs. We'll talk Resident Evil now. Um, like I said, I haven't, uh, I didn't play this one growing up. You know, I did have a PS1. I primarily spent my PS1 days with RPGs and sports games like Tony Hawk and, and baseball and hockey and stuff. But, uh, I have played Resident Evil. Um, 
I think there's a pretty solid argument that the original Resident Evil doesn't hold up today to try to fire it up. But I think if you have that nostalgia for it, you can still enjoy it. You know, I'd love to see a kid uh, like my nephew Ben or somebody that's never played it fired up and try playing it today because he would fucking laugh because it's campy, right? Like it, 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 like it. I don't remember it coming across as campy back in the day as I do now. Um, but I love that. I almost think that adds another layer to it, you know? Like, you guys know when you go to see a horror movie and there's, like, the legitimate, just, like, serious, scary fucking horror movies? But then there's the cheesy, fucking campy horror movies that are almost... I'm saying campy a lot. Uh, but those cheesy movies are almost better than the fucking legitimate ones, right? And that's what this original Resident Evil was. Whether it was intentional or not, I don't know. I don't think it was. Uh but it's awesome, you know, like just by watching clips of it, getting ready for this and editing and trying to find some clips to put into the podcast and stuff. And, uh, I fucking love, I wouldn't be the same without all the cheesiness, you know? Um, like I said, four was my first one. I've never played, uh, I've played very little of two and three. Uh, I would like to go back to them. Uh, zero, one and four come into the switch right away. I'm hoping two follows cause they just released a remake. This franchise has just got legs. Hey, it keeps coming up. And I mean, they kind of lost their way a little bit with, I mean, five was fun, but it wasn't really a horror ish game. And then six, I hated, uh, apparently seven is really good. I haven't played it. Um, Capcom comes up with these incredible franchises and then just kind of takes their eye off the prize, you know, like this, I mean, Resident Evil, you could argue they really lost their way with and, and fucking Mega Man, don't even get me started. Um, but I'm glad to see that apparently Seven's getting good reviews. I'm glad that people like it and uh, hopefully they get back on track with these games because this really is an iconic franchise, you know, when you think of horror video games, Resident Evil has to be at the top of the list, right? I mean, personally, scariest game I ever played was Outlast. But uh, I couldn't even, I fucking got about two hours in Outlast. I was like, I can't do this anymore. But I digress. Scary games, they're cheesy, they're awesome. Uh, I'm excited for this one. I'm not going to waste a ton of time in the intro. I'm just going to get to the chat with Tyler here. Uh, just quickly, as far as what I have been playing over the last seven days, I'm still grinding through Octopath Traveler on the Switch. Uh, throwback to RPG, it's pretty fun. I'm about 45, 50 hours in. I am kind of starting to fizzle out on it a little bit, but I'm, I think I'm going to push through and try to finish it. Uh, I'm still playing a ton of Tetris 99 because Tetris is the fucking best and that game is awesome. And uh, I've actually gone, for my retro fix, uh, I've gone back to playing The Lost Vikings on the Super Nintendo. That's one I want to do an episode on this about eventually as well. It's a puzzle game. It's uh, it's fucking beautiful. It's charming. It's It's... If you've never played it, uh, it's not worth spending a ton of money to go find now, I don't think. I don't think it's available on any virtual consoles or anything. It's it's a ROM thing. Uh, but it, it's fun. It's cool. I just, I don't know. I always have to have a retro game on the go, you know? And uh, I'm trying to avoid just replaying the same retro games all the time. Because I have some. Like the three Donkey Kong Country games, I've been I just eyeing them up and being like, fuck, I want to play those again. Super Mario World is my comfort food. I want to play that all the time. I'm trying really hard to force myself uh, to at least try something that I haven't played in a long time or something that I haven't played before. Uh, I just, to me, retro video games are a lot like like old cartoons or like the old Simpsons episodes or or movies and stuff. I just, instead of trying new stuff, I just stick to my my things I know that I like. You know what I mean? Because um, I'm a close-minded old man. So, uh, all right. That's enough rambling for me. That's what, six minutes of my garbage. That's more than enough. Uh, you guys, we are going to get to the podcast this week. Like I said, my pal Tyler is back. Uh, he's a huge Resident Evil fan. I had a lot of fun. About it. I kind of learned a little bit in this episode, too. Like I said, Resident Evil is not my forte. Um, 
one of the things I'm trying to get out of with this episode, like I want to know the games I'm talking about every week and I will know the games I'm talking about on the podcast every week, but I didn't play everything. And I know there's some popular games that I didn't play that other people did that you guys want to talk about. And I'm doing my absolute best to catch up and learn about them and be able to do podcasts about them. And this is one of those ones. I, I came into this not knowing a ton. I did some homework. I had a great conversation with Tyler. I learned a lot and uh, I had a lot of fun with this one. I think you guys are going to enjoy it very much. So with that said, cue the creepy fucking music. And uh, kick back, relax, and join Tyler and I as we visit that creepy old mansion and remember the game that is Resident Evil for the PlayStation 1. Check it out, guys. Here we go. buddy first of all tyler welcome back to the show how are you my friend doing well thank you for braving the cold weather coming in to tell jokes with me or you're not telling jokes with me yeah i might be i am a joke good start good start (laughs) to this fucking podcast adam that's fucking i just said it so i was just explaining tyler i'm tired and that's a great fucking start thanks for listening everybody uh so this week we're gonna go back to the playstation one anyone listening Mm -hmm. to this already knows because i explained it in the intro uh, but for the sake of continuity, I'll explain it again. We are talking Resident Evil, the very first Resident Evil. This was, this is, what is it called? Patient Zero? Is that what it's called? The first Mm-mm. zombie? Oh, the first zombie? Yeah, yeah. That's in like other things. Right. But then that what this technically is for the Resident Evil games? It's like Patient. Sure. Sure. 45 seconds of the worst <laughs> intro of all time. This is the first one though. They had a, yeah, they had a prequel later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is. With Rebecca Chambers and. I think they're they were called Squad Alpha or whatever. Resident, God Stars, Resident they, Evil Zero. Yeah, yeah. Did so you, that's like the first group that went in, and then Jill Squad comes in after to be like, "What happened to these fuck faces?" I played Resident Evil Zero for like twenty minutes. I never yeah. even got off the train, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like this. Not for me. Not for me. This isn't good." But Resident Evil is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never owned this one. Did you own it growing up? I never owned it. I did, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you, was... seem, you seem like a Resident Evil kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need that compliment early. But yeah, you seem like a Resident Evil kid. Yeah, I think it was the second game I had for the PlayStation. I had uh, Final Fantasy VII was what caused me to be like, oh, I need that. Of I course. need a PlayStation. That's That looks amazing. Of course. And then Resident Evil was like, uh, my older cousin had it. So I was like, oh, that game was awesome. I want that too. And how old? how old are you at this point? Right now? No, no. With Resident, with when you got Resident Evil, like I how think old? I was in grade six, grade seven, right so around there. And it wasn't too scary. Oh, it was absolutely diabolical. I okay. would shit my pants every night playing it. Okay. All my right. buddy Sean Turnstrom would come over and we'd try to play it and just be terrified. Yeah, it's fucking man. I'll tell you, it. Uh, <laughs> I did a lot of homework for this one because I haven't played this game in forever. Like we were talking about coming upstairs, the remake. Yeah. I've played the remake more recently than I played the original one. Right, right. Uh, but even looking at clips, I'm like, to this day, it's a fucking creepy game, man. Well, it's the way they set it up with, so not a lot of music, mm-hmm. you know, and music is one of those identifiers usually in a game. You'll be playing, you'll be like, oh, the music changed. Yeah. Some, something's about to happen, right? Yeah. So then you're on your toes, but this, you'd be like running and the way the camera angles would change, you'd be, camera angle change, you'd be like, oh, that's a creepy camera Dude, angle. the fucking, that's one of the first notes I made about this game is those, it's, uh, is it the term I think is a fixed camera. Yeah. But yeah, where it, like literally like you can run three seconds and then the fucking it's like it's like a camera completely flips around the other way and you could have been running right toward a zombie or something and you don't know until the camera fucking flips yeah, and yeah. it makes it so tense oh like, yeah and and what i would find is you'd run by something like you'd run and the camera the fixed camera would change so you'd run by an area you'd be like oh that's a creepy camera but nothing would happen 
Right. So then later, after you've done some puzzles and you come back, you have to go back to that area. The camera flips again, and then like a fucking giant alligator comes through the. Yeah. Room. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, like it's I don't know it, it's. There's like a mix because it is it is uh it is scary to this day. At mm. the same time, I think that if you never played it before and you didn't grow up in this era, you would look at it and laugh, right? Because the graphics are not by today's standards. It looks pretty hokey. Yeah, even the reskin, like the updated one, I it looks. Have you seen the new Resident Evil Two? Yeah, yeah. It, you know the the reskin looks great, but some parts of it is glitchy. Yeah, but it's still like I mean, like to me, like the so. This is a Resident Evil podcast, and we'll try not to get too off topic. But like the scariest video game I ever played, and it's not even close, is Outlast. Okay. Uh, did you play Outlast? No. Fucking horror, horror. Like I, to the point where I couldn't play it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I turned it off. I was like, this is too much. It's uh, it, it was from it's from this gen, and uh, or maybe last gen. It's on this gen, I think. And basically, you're at, like the first one at least. You're in like an old like fucking mental asylum. You have no weapons. You have no way to defend yourself at all. And the whole can the whole game is like through your like the your view uh with like a camera. It's like your view and, it's, oh, I, and then when I, it I goes dark, see. you can pick up your camera and have yeah. like night vision. Yeah, yeah. Horrifying. Like it's too much. Uh but but I, I got the same vibes from Resident Evil. It just yeah. it just doesn't have the the technical capabilities to scare me like this now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Today it's less scary, Resident Evil. It's less scary and more just tense, like playing it. Well, and even the new ones, like the new ones I find aren't even tense. You just you were so outfitted to, for fighting right. the zombie, so it's just more about like an action game at that point, like, right? You know, a fixed camera action game. Whereas the original, I'd say like the original three, yeah, were horror games where it was like, oh, okay, this is horror puzzle games. Right? Yeah, yeah. The shooting was just kind of secondary to those elements. It was more about survival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's funny because like I did make a note of this. Like, Resident Evil Four is my favorite Resident Evil by a mod like not even it's not even my favorite Resident Evil it's like so that's with Leon again right yeah yeah. it's like in my top five probably favorite games ever yeah. like I adore that game but it is a lot different than the original Resident Evils so and um, I, I liked I liked four I liked five but I think three and one were my favorite sure yeah they were definitely nailed the like well they were all like well five wasn't even that scary most of the time. At five all. was just a good action game. Yeah. yeah but yeah. four had its moments where it was scary. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like the original ones, like it's funny because like you talk about the fucking cameras and you talk about the like the tank controls, which we can get into in a second. The controls I find them borderline unusable today. Oh yeah. Like and, I'm and this is in an early, you know, iteration of that style of game. So the controls are super clunky. Yeah, they are. You know, sometimes the camera angle will change and you'd be pushing, you know, moving your character forward and when the camera angle changed your character would then be moving backward on you. Yeah, yeah. So that would be really frustrating, but But in a in a I and I would honestly like to know if this was their like I wonder if those tank designs were just the the best control scheme they thought they could come up with at the time. Or if they designed it kind of like that on purpose, because it does add to the the that intensity make, of the game, it makes it frantic, right? Sure. Yeah, because yeah. you like you do know that like if a zombie gets to jump on you with these fucking controls, you're not gonna have an easy time fighting it off, you know? Well, yeah, especially you know you gotta stop and you gotta lift and aim your gun. Yeah, you can't yeah. just like run and gun and spray spray down a room. Like you actually That's have to it. physically stop and aim. So that that made it difficult. Yeah. I could see that being totally on purpose. Like intentional, right? Because yeah. like because the zombies are like like they are like I know some of the other animals like animals. Fuck. They the are dogs. Animals. Yeah. Some of the other fucking uh, enemies or whatever you want to call in that game yeah. are are different. But like the zombies themselves, like the human zombies, are classic slow moving mm-hmm. zombies. And if you had regular controls, 
it would have been too easy. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You could have hopped around them and just picked them off. So, and then, you know, later I went back and played the first one, right? And, you know, when I first was playing it, I was terrified and I'd use all my ammo and, you know, yeah. would be out of bullets, right? Right. At, later when I went back and played it, then it was, it, it was easy at that point because I'd like use the knife and slice, slice, and sure. then pull out the pistol and headshot them sure. to conserve ammo like that. It became easier. Right. You know, but to me, like, that's one of these things, like, and that's one of the, th- like, to me, that's one of the true genius things about this game is, like, it's, like, one-on-one against a single slow-moving zombie. If you're one of these fucking, like, stars, tactician, whatever, like, it should be easy. Yeah. You should be able to, with a knife, fucking just waste a zombie and walk away, right? Oh, easily. It's just a matter of getting the feeling for it. And then, yeah. I love that. I love, and Ford did this to an extent, but the first, like, I love the limited ammo. Oh, and like, in the first one, I f- I really felt it. In the third one, second one less. I found like, sure. like had an abundance by the end of the second and third one, and I don't know if that's just my play style was pretty conservative, right? But uh, the first one, I definitely often was out of bullets and just frustrated. And yeah, and that's the thing is like I I totally get how it would frustrate someone, but at the same time, it's like much like the tank controls. Mm-hmm. I'm like it adds so much to that mm-hmm. game, you know? Mm-hmm. It. it <laughs> It's such a weird thing to be like, is the game, is the game poorly designed because of stuff like this? Or is the game designed like this intentionally to add to the, the, the fear of it? You know what I mean? Cause say what you will about it. And I think that someone that had never played it, that tried playing it today would find it borderline unplayable. Like they would be like, this is fucking stupid. I don't know. I think the remake had a a positive review the remake yeah but i mean the original the original original i I think yeah just graphically it wouldn't be scary and it's not you you'd laugh at it you know but like in its day like this is a pioneer game man oh i had to turn it off lots of the times i'd be playing it it'd be dark all of a sudden you know the uh the tyrant would jump through a wall or something and i would just be like oh done yeah yeah just too much right and like and i don't know about you but like i i had never seen anything like this you know for like horror in a game yeah, I mean, granted, prior to about what the PlayStation could do on a console, horror wasn't an easy thing to do. Like, no. I don't know if you could have made a scary Super Nintendo game. No, probably not. Especially like limited color, limited sounds. You're just super limited there. But yeah, it never would have worked prior to even like. I mean, I know that Resident Evil Two made it way under the Nintendo 64, and, and the 64 was capable of doing these types of games. I felt the controls were clanky on that though. Like I, they were. I, yeah. Yeah. Just because of how the. The 64's controller was so unique. And shitty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas, like, the PlayStation, like, the controller was per Like, the, like that controller's so perfect. Yeah. And uh, Well, especially when they had the dual joysticks. As soon as that was the game, big yeah, yeah. evolution. When they that. added the analogs, yeah. yeah. But even just, like, to play it with, like, the, like the, the videos and stuff like that, like, it was... It really felt like playing a movie. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, this is, like, the yeah. first horror movie video game. Well, and, like, like at the time, I, you know, being young didn't really notice going back and playing it oh the voice acting is terrible like it's the, it, in the first barry you're hurt <laughs> <laughs> but you know what here jill a lock pick because you're the master of locks <laughs> it's perfect. but that's another it's again though like it's it's and i i'll never know but i'm like i want to chalk it up to the same as the controls like was it intentional to make it like a bad horror movie uh, or was it just we're new to voice acting we don't know what we're doing i think i think that wasn't intentional i think that was something that capcom and uh capcom did resident evil right mm-hmm. yeah capcom and like squaresoft and those japanese companies like the 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 dub and yeah. the you know translation to english they just didn't have the 
like that industry wasn't super developed that, yet. That's true because I mean you play like Mega Man Eight on the PlayStation and it's the same thing. The voice acting is like cringe. Like what is this? Yeah, fucking just bad. They didn't get really good translations, and then they didn't have someone being like, "Oh, that's clanky in English. Like it should be said more like right. this." So. I yeah. think they just were missing missing that element at that point, and it got better. It did, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, because like when I think of the PlayStation, like, and you talk about voice acting, I think of like a Metal Gear Solid, where the yeah. voice acting is fucking perfect. Uh, but I almost feel like in Resident Evil, it adds to it. it oh, like, absolutely. There's nothing better than like campy horror movies. You know what yeah, I mean? And that's yeah. what this is, except it's it's really good too in the same <laughs> way. It's dude, I'll tell you, like, I tried to, I, I couldn't figure out how to word this properly, and I tried writing it down, but like. Resident Evil is, it, I think that it deserves a lot of credit for being as scary uh, as it, at least it was at the time, despite all of these bad parts of it. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. It created an element of fear for sure. Yeah, it really, know? they did a great job. And like, and this was something brand new. Like they pioneered this. Like, Oh yeah. They, they are the original horror, you know, not survival, but horror adventure game yeah because i i mean the only other one i thought of was uh like because i i think of silent hill before i think of resident evil i think resident evil came out first but though. i think resident evil was first because like yeah. i played silent hill more as a kid than i did resident evil are they the same company i don't think so uh, someone listening similar to mechanic yelling, yeah. yes Fucking but they're idiots. both like those slow moving horror games you know what i mean like and in different ways but yeah. they're both scary yeah uh but i think resident evil did more for the genre than oh, silent absolutely. hill did you know because everybody played resident evil one or two or three those sure. first three everybody played those yeah yeah at some point some you know everyone played them i don't yeah. think everyone played silent hill it was a little bit like less known yeah yeah and i don't really know how they got away from what made them so good because like you said the first three are all in that same like genre right yeah four is a, is a pretty drastic shift but at the same time four is still a fantastic fucking game oh, lots of people say it's the best one yeah they yeah myself included yeah, yeah yeah but then it's like by five they just stopped and it's I'm, I'm curious like did they do it on purpose like yeah. you know what i mean like well and they still are following the because their whole story was well crafted before even like i don't know if it was crafted before one came out but like the progenitin virus where the mm -hmm. plants came from in africa that's kind of what in five they're kind of yeah. investigating yeah where and that's where they synthesized the t virus and the g virus from these you know plants and everything yeah. i don't know so i don't know if they were getting away from it or if it was just like but it wasn't scary that you know five with the big guy with the no. axe and stuff i was no. like eh. Five was just a. I got a machine gun. I got seven hundred rounds. This guy's right. going down. It was just a fun action game. <laughs> yeah. But but these first ones, man, it's it's cool. Like to me, the PlayStation One's legacy because I don't feel like it's held up really well. No. Much like the sixty four. Right. But to me, like the PlayStation One's legacy is it was really the first console to 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 make video games like movies. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And like like Metal Gear Solid was an action movie that you played. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Resident Evil was a straight up horror movie that you played. There were some old arcade games that were like that, like a style where um I forget what it not Dragon Quest, but it was I forget what it's called. I have like a real clear image of it, but you'd like make a decision and then it would play like a quick time video. Oh, uh, okay. And there was games like that, but not where you were the character yeah. moving in this 3D environment and having cutscenes to enhance, yeah. you know, to create this yeah. story. Right? It was a movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the other things you, you just mentioned too was the characters. Like, I thought it was really cool that you could pick between two characters. Yeah. That was still kind of a novel thing 
you know pick, what I mean? Pick between two characters and have two different outcomes and yeah. two different, very different uh, adventures. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, in, in, in a, you know, I mean, like, I guess there were people our age when Resident Evil came out. It's a stupid thing to say. Yeah. But, like, w- when we were that, like, when Resident Evil came out and you were, like, you know, fucking 12 or 13 or 14 or whatever, you have a ton of money. Like, if you bought a game sometimes, that was your big investment, right? Oh, yeah. It was that game. And so to basically give you two games mm-hmm. uh, was really, like... There's a lot of polish on this. It's funny to look at the graphics now and look at the voice acting and you can criticize the controls and do whatever else you want. But like, there's a ton of polish on this oh, game, yeah. you know? Yeah. And anytime a company does something like, like putting a second completely different playthrough into their game, uh, they get a big tip of the hat from me because they don't have to do that. No. Like you literally could have released Resident Evil. With just you, Jill or Barry. Right. Or not Barry. Chris. Yeah. Chris. Right. Where you literally Barry's only play as one. Yeah. Uh, and people would have been like, yeah, that was fucking great. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's fucking rad. You know that. You know what that like to me. That is Capcom being like, we want this to be a franchise. Yeah. So we need to. People need to love this game. You well, know. And even in the follow up, then you had your you know your time trials that you could do. You could there was a secret unlockable character. So it just like continued to evolve. Mm-hmm. That kind of thinking that they had in the first one continues to evolve and just gets better and better. Yeah, right? it totally does. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I fucking love, and I think a lot of people hate it, but another thing I love about this game is the doors. Like whenever you go into a new room, and I, I, I have to assume that they needed a loading screen there. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't think they did that voluntarily. They needed a loading screen, but it almost adds to the. Well, it doesn't almost. It totally adds to the tension of the fucking game too, right? Yeah, exactly. I I would get sick of it. It's the same as like skinning an animal in Red Dead. I'm just right. like the first few times I'm like, oh man, that looks so good. That's right. so awesome. And then by the end of the game, I'm like, all right, I'm over this. Cooking in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> so oh, fucking yeah. like the biggest black eye on that game. And but, yeah, like But at first it's it's like, oh, that's such a cool nuance, yeah, right? Totally, like those yeah. things, those elements do enhance it just, you know, after I don't know how many hours it takes you to beat it, but yeah. After about ten hours of oh, and then going through yeah all right but it does especially when you're like i don't know man i i never like i never finished the original resident evil did you yeah okay like did you play have you played through it multiple times uh no i played it through it once as jill okay because i would assume that after you've played through it the master uh, of lock picking the master of lock picking uh i would try to find that clip and put it in something like that yeah yeah um after you've played through it, I'm sure that the tension borderline completely disappears because you know what's around the corner. You know what's coming up. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I think sometimes, like, uh, especially when something comes through the wall or, you know, it's, if you forgot about it, like, I think some of the tension is still there. Some of the jump moments are still there. Even if you know they're coming, like, you look at, uh, I think it was two where the tyrant would always jump through the fucking walls. We was chasing down Leon. Right. I'd still jump. If I played that today, I'd jump. You jump. Oh, yeah. fuck. God it's, uh, damn. Like, but there's just nothing like that first time, right? Yeah. You know, and like, and to me, that's where those doors, as annoying as they are, it's fucking when you're like, fuck, I have two bullets left. Yeah. What's it? I don't have an ink ribbon, which we haven't talked about <laughs> yet. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, I, if I die right now, I'm completely fucked. And then you open a door and you're like, God, please just like, just let there be a fucking ribbon and nothing. And a dog just chases. And he opened yeah. the door and just, oh, fuck. So to its, to its credit, whether it was intentional or not, the doors the doors do a job and yeah. they do it well. Yeah. It just like you said, it gets old after a little while. Yeah. That's all I mean. Uh the ribbons. Do you like that idea? Do you like that concept? I think it was an original concept. I think not having like 
this glowing ember that you save on, you know, like in the Final Fantasy, this glowing spot. Oh, that's where I save, obviously. Yeah. Like trying to work it in so that it's like a... Uh, and you know that there's probably a boss right behind it. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this is a... Yeah, yeah. like in a Final Fantasy game, what is it like? Uh, the, the force field around this will protect you from enemies or something yeah. like that. And you can save and heal and use a... T- okay, something bad's happening. Right, yeah. In yeah. this, it would be like, oh, there's like... And it, they didn't necessarily stand out like in a lot of games. Like in most games, you know... Um, interactable objects kind of stand out from the background especially mm-hmm. like if the background's like a pre-rendered and then you know yeah the object actually has some animation to it right um you could walk right by at ink ribbon like in a heartbeat oh yeah and the typewriter i just, I, I thought it was a clever way to have a save point you know i do too uh i do think that like like growing up i never really had to share my playstation it was mine my brother never really touched it right um this game screams one of those games where you'd want to have two or three save files because then you could burn a ribbon and then if you found it you didn't need it you could go back to your other file you know what i mean like yeah because dude like to fucking log an hour or two and beat something really hard and then not be able to save it's like it's it's almost dark souls-esque like the fucking intensity that creeps up where you're like god please let me get somewhere where i can save before i have to do all that again yeah yeah and i mean and Especially like as a young guy, I just ripped through the ammo. So sometimes I'd, you know, do something and save a bunch of files and then be like, oh, I've gotten to a part where I need yeah. to be way back there where I had a bunch of bullets and I need to save those bullets, yeah. not knowing what was up ahead. So yeah. I'd have two or three for sure. And that's the way to do it. Right? Yeah, totally. It's, I don't know, man. See, that's one of those, it, it's one of those interesting things where like the old gamer in me is like, that's the way games are meant to be played. It should be hard and you should have to replay things. <laughs> But the like the kid the guy that's been coddled by current games over the last ten or fifteen years is like fuck off if I die I'm not playing two hours over <laughs> again like you know what I mean like that's yeah. enough to make me rage quit a game for good like fuck you I don't because like I don't I I never played six and I haven't played seven yeah I haven't played past five me neither so I don't know if that was still how it was I can't remember if that's how it was in five I know in four you still had typewriters and stuff that's where you saved was that kind of stuff. I don't think it was typewriters in five. It was something else. Like it's, it was like a trademark of the, it was very dark souls. Like I just realized that as I was saying it, I was like, that's very dark souls where you've played a while and you're like, God, please let me be able to save up here. Fucking yeah, please. Yeah. Well, especially when your mom's yelling at you, turn yeah. the fucking PlayStation off. I got to find a save point. Yeah. <laughs> I like, just did three puzzles and killed this giant fucking snake. I'm not coming <laughs> upstairs. I'm not, it's, I, I'm, I don't know, man. It's like those, Save points are irritating, but I like them. But when not only are there just limited save points, but you only get to use them so many times. Yeah. I, I It's easy to say now in hindsight. I almost wonder if that should have been like an option. To that turn that turn off. on and off. Yeah. But at I, the same that time. That would make it way harder. If you like could turn off needing the ribbon for saving. Yeah. Like so. Like if you, if you, if you could just go to any typewriter and save it. Yeah. Make it way easier, but not harder. But. Yeah. But but that takes away from the tension of the game. Yeah, you know? I, I like the idea of having you know having to choose when you save, and that was another original idea. Like mm-hmm. before, you just you found a safe point, you saved. It's fucking wild, hey! Like Capcom, people shit on Capcom sometimes now for what they're doing with their with their IP and what they're doing with some of their franchises and stuff. Deservedly so, yeah. I think. But, but uh, they deserve a ton of fucking credit. Like Resident Evil is. If you made a list of like the 20 most influential games of all time, it has to be on there. Yeah, right. Oh, easily. Fucking bad genre defining, like genre creating, right? Yeah. So as soon as yeah. you as soon as you have that, you know, launched games, launched movies, yeah. fucking not all good, 
games no. or movies. But Wait, uh, you didn't like the Resident Evil movie? I liked Mila. the first one. <laughs> I liked the first movie. Yeah. I mean, They're, it wasn't perfect, but I had a good time. Again, started out as a horror movie and then became just a freaking action, action franchise. <laughs> but that scene where they're in the hallway with the laser grids, yeah, I yeah. fucking love that scene. That I mean, should have been in the game. That should have. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine that on the PS1? Yeah. Would have been what impossible. are you going to do, Jill? Aim at the laser and have your head cut off. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. It would have been fucking impossible. <laughs> I have no idea... What? You're dead. Oh. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> Fucking great games. Yeah. So what happens at the end? Do they like? They just like. They fly away. They fly away. Yeah. Like, Jill, uh, I think Barry's there, and Rebecca gets rescued, and uh, Chris. And oh, spoilers. Away. Yeah. By the way, if you didn't beat it, <laughs> they fly away, and then the next game and uh, Resident Evil Three, I think, take place kind of at the same time. Right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. They get away. It's a happy ending. Happy ending. And then Jill and the rest of the team gets hunted by the nemesis. Oh, fuck. That guy. Star. He's an ugly man. Yeah. Oh, he's cool. He's got a biker outfit on. He's He's a a biker. He's a badass biker zombie crazy beast. He's fucking rad. And shit on those movies all you want. He looked pretty rad in the movie. So who did you like better? The uh, What was the scientist in two? William... Oh, I can't remember William. I only William Birkin once. or something or Baker. I can't remember what his name was. It was like a William B name, right? Mm-hmm. So he he took the G virus. Then I think the tyrant and the nemesis were the T virus, or they were the G virus as well. But of the three, because those are the three like you know big, yeah. you know lumbering yeah. boss that chases you down. Which did you find the scariest? Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had the most scenes where he would bust through. Fucking horrifying. Fucking horrifying. What about you? I like the silent, like, so the the tyrant had that, the, like, mask on with no eye sockets and everything like that. I thought that was terrifying because it was like, I'm fighting all these fucking zombies and then there's a seven foot giant coming at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is his deal? Fucking scary, man. Like, scary game. Mm -hmm. Even today. Like, I'm sure I could turn it on now. And what would scare me more than the scares is the fucking controls. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and being like, I see a zombie and I can't figure out how to kill him. Yeah. But well, especially uh, with how fluent controls have become, right? Oh, fucking ridiculous. So then having to be like, uh, uh, I'm aiming yeah, yeah, badly. Like you right can't in, tell, but he's trying to yeah, aim up and down. Yeah, moving my, you know. And like for each shot you miss, you're like, oh, I fucking needed that bullet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and it was an analog joysticks at that point. So with yeah. Resident Evil 1, you were moving on a D-pad. So yeah. Like to aim was shitty. It wasn't like uh, and the sensitivity of my thumb and oh, perfect line. It was like up a little. Oh fuck, that moved way too much. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh no, oh no. What a fucking what a great game. They sure like boy. I I think they like Capcom deserves as much credit for what they did with this game as Nintendo does for what they've done for platforming. Oh yeah, like for Absolutely. the horror genre. This Absolutely. is the Mario Brothers of the horror genre. Yeah, I never I would really. Say- thought about it just till we got talking about this i'm like wow what a fucking landmark video game is there a resident evil character in smash bros no there should be yeah there's one in capcom versus marvel there's a jill is in it and i think chris but i I, want i want wesker oh they were probably in playstation all-stars ah sweet that shitty game what i never played it me neither it just looked like a cheap shitty game give us nemesis and smash brothers yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah right little kids fucking losing their minds pk thunder nemesis <laughs> tyler on a scale of one to ten and this is a hard thing to do for these types of games because i feel like no era struggles more with aging than the ps1 nintendo 64 era yeah 
What would you give Resident Evil? I'd, I'd give it a 9.5, just from nostalgia. I didn't go back and replay it, so I have it in my head that it was, like, I'm a little kid. This game terrified me. Like, me and my buddy would be having sleepovers and, like, turning it off and being like, okay, well, we're done playing because we are too scared, obviously. Yeah. Uh, let's go to bed. Fuck. You know? And then lay there staring at the ceiling and be like, holy fuck, holy fuck. You know, that's a 9.5 game. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, you know what? Coming into this podcast, I would have given it like a 7. And uh, honestly, now, yeah, like I'll, I'll go with an 8.5. Because like it, it, I'm sure that it's particularly the original version has not aged well to try to play oh, it. It hasn't. At all. No. But uh, what they've done for gaming is just worth too much in my mind. That's just too, it's too big of title in the history of the business to right. not get its credit. that's going to do it for this week's episode. Tyler, thank you so much for coming over, talking Resident Evil with me. You guys, thank you so much for listening. I say it every week, numerous times. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all the support and the kind words. If you're enjoying the podcast, I implore you, just please tell a friend. You got, Anyone that's a gamer has other friends that are gamers. We all grew up playing these things. Just spread the gospel, you know, the, <laughs> the gospel. Spread the word of Remember the Game. Really, I do appreciate it. Uh, I got some great episodes coming up with some great guests, some old, some new. I'm really looking forward to where this thing is going. Let's get that thousand download a month mark. Uh, and that's it. Uh, I've sat here and blown smoke up my own ass for the last 40 seconds. That's enough. You guys, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'll be back next week with another episode, looking back at another classic video game. In the meantime, go play some video games. Have fun. Be safe. Take care of each other. All that good, sentimental, happy crap. And uh, it's a great way to end a Resident Evil fucking podcast. Um, don't eat each other. And I'll talk to you again in a week, okay? Cheers. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>